happy to have you listening here on 88.9 KETR or streaming at KETR.org. My name's Matt Menke, and this is Notably Texan. And today it's my pleasure to let you learn about a couple from Fort Worth who make some excellent music together, and their debut album just recently arrived here at the show. And though their names are new to us here on Notably Texan, they've both been involved in music through the years. We'll learn about some of those previous ventures, as well as what went into making their debut Love and Other Mysteries album. My guests on Notably Texan today are Tips and Obermiller. Welcome to Notably Texan, Hillary and Steve. It is so great to meet you both. Thanks. Thanks for having us. So good to be here. I want to discuss your uh, debut Love and Other Mysteries album in a bit and get into all sorts of other topics, but I want to say I appreciate you uh, making the trek uh, all the way out here from Fort Worth. I know that's quite a drive to make, so thank you so much for making it out here. Yeah, it's our pleasure. pleasure. Very pleasant. Have you been out this way before? Yeah, not not commerce specifically, but we're falling in love with East Texas the more and more that we get out Every here. Every time we come out here. We've played in Mineola and in um, Quitman. Quitman has a, a place called the, the Tatler Speakeasy. Um, okay. It's an amazing it's listening coolest. room. Yeah. Just a wonderful, wonderful place to play, too. So. And then nice. we played the Beckham Hotel Beckham in Mineola. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Okay, well, so y'all are hitting some places I didn't even know about out this way, so that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to learn a little bit uh, about each of you, and uh, let's start with you, Hillary Tips. Uh, where are your roots here in Texas? I'm from Fort Worth. Oh, okay. Um, I was raised in Fort Worth, and then I moved away when I was about 26, lived a whole bunch of places for about 12 years, and I've been back for about 12 years. Nice. Okay, yeah. there's something about Texas that draws you back, huh? Yeah, my family's here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I literally moved all over the world for 12 years, and now I'm back. Certain things you miss about uh, the Lone Star when you go away, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. It's home, for sure. Now, uh, I think you've been involved in music uh, for much of your life. So who or what got you interested? Well, my dad was a musician. And so uh, he figured out I could sing. I was really shy when I was a kid. um, But he figured out I could sing when I was about 10. And um, I've been singing and playing guitar ever since. Started writing songs at about 20. Um, Quit for a few years to go and learn a whole bunch of stuff about the medical world. And now I'm back. (laughs) Wow. Well, I'm, we're so glad that you uh, kind of made that return to music Me too. Uh, because I would pro- probably wouldn't have met you otherwise. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it true that you uh, made an album while you were in your 20s? I did. I made one record. I was 21 or 2. Yeah. And um and that was it's called Pink Adobe. Sometimes they're around here and there. Um I think we've still got some in the garage. <laughs> 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 but um yeah, it was a, it was a neat experience. Um this one was very different. This is literally the second thing I've done. I've sang lots of back Backups for people. Well, uh, I mean, sometimes when you do something that much earlier in your life, you're like, I don't really like to anybody to know about that one because it wasn't my proudest work. I mean, you, know? you know, it was I, it was only 10 years ago. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was almost 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's counting? I mean, <laughs> uh, have you also done some acting? I have. I was used to be a comedic actor. Uh, I did improvisation. I was in a in a troupe uh, in Dallas called the Lone Star Comedy, um, and we used to perform on Greenville. Um, and I also went to Japan as a comedic actor. Wow. Well, that's a totally different side of things. Totally different. I just make stuff up. <laughs> I'm a good player. I like to play. Okay. So I think that helped. I'm a fan of, of improv, so uh, so I definitely respect that, and I know yeah. it takes a lot of guts to, to do that. It's so much like jazz, and I love jazz, and I love, uh, you know, like everything, there's like a structure, but you you go nuts from there, and improvisation is exactly the same with acting. Yeah, literally yeah. and figuratively, exactly. right? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. 
Very nice. Well, what about you, Steve Obermiller? Where are you from? Uh, I'm kind of from all over Texas. Um, I'm a, a Air Force brat, and um, so my father moved every three or four years. But um, quite unusually, his career uh, took him to uh, just all the cities in Texas. Oh, that uh, is weird. <laughs> yeah, with the exception of four years when I was a teenager, and uh, uh, we were in Germany. Um, and but we came right back, and I graduated from high school in Wichita Falls. Um, went to school in Det Tech in Lubbock, and then made it to Fort Worth, uh, and have been there for just about thirty years now. So fantastic. And I think you grew up listening to a pretty uh, diverse range of music, didn't you? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, classic country with my dad and uh, and my brother who rebelled against it started <laughs> buying uh, you know uh, Van Halen and ACDC records and stuff like that, and I definitely uh, uh, loved that. Um, spent the 80s listening to you know all the hair metal bands and heavy metal and stuff like that and then uh and then got into blues and jazz and all that stuff kind of a little bit late now i think it was uh, a little later in your life that uh was when you got into music a little more seriously huh for sure yeah um uh only about uh maybe 15 years or ago or so i've i've always written a little bit here and there and it's always been interesting to me but um uh, somewhere around there, um, I started really taking it seriously and, and, and loving the craft of songwriting and, and getting up in front of people and, and playing. And, uh, um, and so that's when it really took off for me. It's sort of, you know, late bloomer sort of situation for sure. Okay, well, everybody has their own path, uh, you know, before they start uh, making records. But you have been in a few different bands through the years. Tell me about some of those. I have. Um, of course, college band. Um, uh, which was my first experience. And then uh, uh, when I started, um, I had a chance, uh, built a, a, a kind of a southern rock band um, uh, with some friends of mine around the neighborhood. And uh, we, we made a record called, Bare, it's Barefoot in Texas was the name of the, of the band. And uh, that was a really interesting experience, uh, kind of a terrible um, studio experience. You know, okay. the record didn't turn out at all the way that we sounded. It was a, one of those things. Um, uh, and that was short-lived. Um, and then when Hillary was in school um, uh, during her little musical hiatus, um, she told me that I needed to start a, start a little rock and roll band. So I did. Um, it's called Uber Duber, which is uh, a the little name. bit of a namesake <laughs> uh, uh, from, from me. Um, and uh, got some friends together, and we made two EPs. Um, and uh, those were out there. Made a video. Had a great time with with it really amazing players it was just the best group of musicians that I could have uh, ever found um, and and did it with a, a longtime buddy of mine who was uh, in the college band but we're not doing that anymore yeah that's, uh, <laughs> that, that's unfortunately gone away any um, band with two umlauts I think is, is, is a standout <laughs> thing you know? <laughs> you're you're already my favorite person because you know what umlauts are and you're okay with them <laughs> yeah y'all were great yeah but but uh, but man I'm so glad to be doing this project with Hill now you know. I'm talking with Tips and Obermiller on KETR. Uh, I understand that you two met at something called uh, Music Night. Is that right? Tell me about that. Yeah. Uh, so when I moved back to town, um, uh, I was a little down in the mouth, and my friend was like, um, there, we do this thing where we all sit around in a room and play guitars. And I was like, okay, <laughs> um, I'm in. So um, I think it was the second one I ever went to. I met Steve. And um, 
yeah. And we were all playing. And, you know, real talk, when I first met him, okay, this is what happened. I was like, <laughs> oh, he's handsome. And then I was like, mm, camo pants, mm, moccasins, <laughs> single. <laughs> And then, and then I went, oh, he's too pretty. I'm not doing that. So it was a year of being friends before anything else ever occurred. I mean, sometimes that's a good way to go, right? I mean, you yeah, friend zone slow burn right yeah. away. Friend zone, yeah. <laughs> but the, the camo pants and, and moccasins, I was like, mm, not married. Yeah. <laughs> and clearly not looking to pick anybody up. Right. <laughs> First impressions, uh, you know, are very truthful. So. Right. Right. But that's, you know, those song circles are, gosh, they're incredible for musicians who are needing to be nurtured or, or just learn more about how to do it. I learned a lot about how to play guitar with people um in those circles and and just all kinds of different songs and it's really great we're still learning stuff like that yeah you know sitting around we were in song circles and, days ago yeah just <laughs> literally days ago and and you're practicing some stuff that you've been wondering about you know and and uh and because you get to do it quietly and mm. and, and we're you, both and taking guitar to, lessons yeah, so. and it's good to follow along with people and learn different styles and stuff like that so, oh yeah it's you invaluable. definitely feed off of one another yeah. it's a like little free bit. lessons yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> yeah. so i mean uh how long ago was that when y'all met so 2011 yeah okay so it's it's been a few years then it has <laughs> yeah well on your debut album love and other mysteries you've got this wonderful mixture of sounds and genres uh, so were all the songs uh, created for this album, or were you two able to kind of uh, bring some of your previously written material in? That's exactly what it was. Um, we've been because and we've been some were playing created for the record. Yeah, <laughs> we've been playing. We've been playing these songs together and uh, for for a long time. Uh, songs that I wrote that she added to, th- songs that she wrote that I added to. But when we decided to make a record, we were like, oh, we we'd better write our first songs together let's let's do that so mind you i had not written a song in 15 years wow okay yeah (laughs) Yeah. so so we sat down specifically to write we wrote three uh, for the record so three of the songs are are our co-writes for the record that's great when you can kind of uh sit down and you're like hey i know i've got some pretty good songs that i made some time ago but uh, we could maybe rework them and do them in a different style with each other, right? And that's Absolutely. exactly what we did. And one of them was actually an Uber Duber song that I was like, let's make that into a duet. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. So, yeah, just all kinds of different ways. Reinvented them. I was curious, how much has your uh, partnership kind of expanded your songwriting and music abilities since you two have been together? Mm, good question. That's a good question. She is the queen of melodies, and her voice is absolutely amazing so i've learned a lot about singing singing properly um creating better melodies for my songs when i'm songwriting she challenges me and says nope go back to the woodshed on that one or she'll just say that's pretty close you know why don't we tweak this here or there um and uh, and that's definitely how she's improved uh my my playing in my songwriting and for sure. steve is um he's a workhorse he's gonna tease out whatever it is and make the the words and the and the actual structure of the song as good as they can possibly be so i'm like this tidal wave and he's like this rock you know and um and i think it works really well it's kind of how we are in our whole lives we <laughs> we say that like uh 
Like, I'm all engine, and he's all steering wheel. Okay. <laughs> right. So we didn't get very far before we came together in life. But since we've been together, lots has happened. You're a machine together. Yeah. Though, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that uh, I read that you two were, were a couple for many years before you ever uh, first wrote a song together. I think you kind of touched on this maybe a little bit earlier. We but that's were. kind of interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah, I think when we got together, you know, singing and 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 playing together was was so joyful and and everybody seemed to go, "Wow, you guys are really good together." I um, needed to and, do it for love for a little while. Yeah, and 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 it just never and and they were like, "Oh, you guys are going to write some great songs together because you're both individually great songwriters." And uh and it just never it was never right for us at the time. We did so many other things. Well, real talk. We had other stuff going on. Yeah. I, I went to graduate school. Um, I'm a nurse anesthetist. Um, and I started from literally patient transport. Yeah. We were together a year and I got a job in the hospital in patient transport. And now I do anesthesia for a living. Um, and I have been for three years. Oh, wow. So like that. And my mom was sick. Yeah, and we had teenage girls in the years. house, and so we just had other. Yeah. St- it's like it's like we plopped right into that middle part of life together, and that sandwich generation, and and there just wasn't time, you know. Yeah. And my mom has passed, and the girls are out of the house, and they're adults, and I've finished graduate school, and it was like, and then COVID happened. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> but but it was like, well, yeah, let's let's get back to yeah, this. Now it's time. You know? It's time now. That's an awful lot on your plate to be yeah. even thinking about, hey, maybe we should write some songs. You're probably like, I just want to sleep. Well, <laughs> and Steve is such a force that he was writing during yeah. that time. I just was like, I had science brain and take care of mom and these girls brain on, you know. And so it just took me a while to get back to it. But now and now I'm doing it for love, but it's it's different. It's like I'm ready to do it for as many people as want to hear it. Well, uh, talk a little bit about the personnel behind you on the album because you've got some great uh, players. Can you tell me about who you had backing you up in the studio? Oh boy, we talk about Trey. <laughs> so so when I think one of the things that you learn uh, early as a songwriter and kind of a guy a songwriter on a stool is if you're going to get a band together, get the best players. Surround yourself with the best players because you can't do all you can't do those things and uh so the drummer that we have is uh his name is trey ware um uh we came across him through a friend of of ours uh and he was the drummer in uber duper um and he's just absolutely phenomenal um he actually had to kind of bore himself i think for playing with this record because he's so dynamic and he's so amazing but uh yeah we used him uh he's joyfully helping us out with all of our projects and playing live um and uh he's an amazing friend and and he's been wonderful for it yeah yeah and then our friend aiden bubeck played bass um Bubeck or Bubeck? I think he answers to either. Okay. <laughs> um, but um, he and I went to North Texas together okay. many, many, many years ago. Actually, we may not have met at North Texas. Anyway, playing music. He's an incredible bass player. Um, and he's played with everybody. Literally traveled the world. Literally everybody. <laughs> um, he's this world-class bass player who I happen to know from when I was a kid. And we were in a band together uh, when when I was 20. It was called Matfield Green. He's got the tapes. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go crazy and ask Aiden if he'll play on the record. And he was like, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. And he was like, and I'll play on the next one too. And I'm like, what? So, so that's Aiden. And then our friend Matt Tedder um, is playing guitar. And he's just ridiculous. 
ridiculous. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's just he's still in his twenties, I do believe. He's almost, he's a, almost he thirty now. 30. Maybe just turned thirty, but he's been playing since he was a teenager. He's one of those boy wonders. Yeah, and okay. he's out of Fort Worth. He's putting out his own record here uh, in June or July, I believe, and uh, he's just phenomenal. Yeah. And he agreed to be on on the record, and that's the lead guitar playing that you hear. Yeah. The very tasty lead guitar. Yeah, I know that you two uh, produced this uh, with a with a friend of uh, of yours as well. I think right, um, Stefan Prigmore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, tell me a little bit about him. Um, we love that guy. He's a unicorn of a human being. He is. Uh, I can't even believe he exists. Yeah, um, he he's actually uh, been our biggest cheerleader. Um, uh, he's been a, a dear friend of ours, uh, and an incredible a, musician, a number of, and he's an incredible songwriter and musician. Go yeah. check out Stefan Prigmore on, he's uh, got a record actually that came out last November mm-hmm. called, um, everything is all, everything is at least both. Yep. I think it's just called both. Yeah. We're going to okay. totally plug him during our interview to go, to go <laughs> well, listen to him. He's, yeah. yeah, he's beautiful. Stefan's incredible. And he, he really is the reason I started writing songs again. He started following me around a couple of years ago going, I'd like say something. I'd be like making, you know, coffee or whatever. And I'd say something and he'd be like, hmm, that was really poetic. Maybe you should write a song. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like, just all the time, like, oh, you sing pretty well. Maybe you should play music. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's one thing for your husband to tell you that. Uh, and it's another for, for somebody who's as great a musician as Stefan to be following you around saying that. So when the time came, so he helped us write uh, these hands. And then, um, yeah, when, when it came time to produce the record, we were like, we just need another set of ears on this and we need to know what you think. So so he came in and helped out with made, that. Came made a bunch of good suggestions on the instrumentation. And, and he gets us lots of fun shows. He's amazing. Yeah. It's all about the context, especially in in the music biz, I think, right? I mean, you got to... <laughs> yeah, and he's an incredibly hard worker at it, too, you know? And, uh, to, and just the nicest guy. To be surrounded by people like that is is invaluable. So where did you record Love and Other Mysteries? Southside Recorders. Southside Recorders, yeah. And Peter Waringa... Um, uh, what do you call it? Engineered Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Words. It's in for, uh, that. It's a studio in Fort Worth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah studio in Fort Worth. So he kept it at home then, uh, for the yeah. most part. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So someone who's just discovering you today uh, may want to find out more, and they may very well be paralyzed trying to spell your names. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have the luxury of having the album in front of me, but when they hear it on the radio, I'm assuming that y'all are getting very accustomed to spelling your names oh, on these interviews and whatnot. I've had this name my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it, yeah, we we often on on the promotional things uh, that in places we're playing, it's it's fifty percent of the time it's wrong. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah you're like pulling up to the marquee, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh great. But it's our names. What are we gonna do? You know, I mean. <laughs> so this is what I do when I'm on the telephone. I go tips. T is in Tom. I P is in Paul. P is in Paul. S is in Sam. It's what you give the waitress with an extra P. It's spit backwards. <laughs> I keep it really clear. <laughs> right? I think you got a routine set up Did there. Did everybody get that? Yeah. Two Ps. <laughs> so, right, there's two Ps in tips. The Obermiller is pretty simple, but, uh, but it, I mean... It's a mouthful, and it's a lot easier than you think it is. So it's O-B-E-R-M-I-L-L-E-R. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody's wanting to go to your site, they just got to put those together with an and in between, right? So far, we've been pretty lucky. If you type in T-I-P-P-S correctly and then start an, an and, it comes up. You I don't even have to worry okay. about my name. So, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. So there's a bunch of YouTube stuff. There's a website. Mm-hmm. Our website has all our merchandise. All the streaming platforms. All the streaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's a really a lot of other recording artists with a similar name. So I think if they start, you know, trying to yeah to look for this, they're gonna find you. Right? There are actually a couple of, of tips, but it comes up pretty quickly because of that. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I mean, because the other one's a realtor. <laughs> No, on Spotify. Oh. <laughs> Unless the realtor is a musician, yeah, too. I guess. In their spare time. Sure. <laughs> you can definitely seek them out if you would like to, which I certainly suggest that you do. And uh, whenever we have guests in, uh, such as you two lovely individuals, we love to uh, kind of ask you to open up a little bit about listener-supported radio. We always appreciate comments by our guests about uh, why they like public radio. And uh, I didn't ask you about this ahead of time, but I mean... Would either of you have any comments about listener-supported radio and how it's kind of uh, been a part of your lives and why you think it's worth supporting? Yeah, take take the stage. I know that you've been. You, I know. You, know, you I, have, I have you been have listening so many to favorite shows. Supported radio for a very yeah. long time. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love it. I get exposed to all kinds of things I wouldn't otherwise be exposed to, um, and I love contributing. And um, I um, I love that 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 there's all kinds of music that. I would not otherwise know kind of like what you were talking about, like, you know, getting sent things that you wouldn't hear otherwise. Um, and every once in a while you just get a gym, you just discover something you never heard before. And I also feel like, um, like I know the, the, are y'all called DJs still? Sure. Yes, absolutely. There are not many of us alive, so that's a legitimate question. Yes, I, I still go by that moniker. Like there's DJs that I grew up listening to, like in the Metroplex that I feel like I know them, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I, in fact, I've like run into them before and been like, ha, oh, you don't, we don't actually know each other. I just, the sound of your voice is in my head. And it's it. just so special, you know, and it's not all like you're trying to make me laugh or trying to be shocking or whatever. It's just like, hey, here's this cool thing I found. I'm going to share it with you. And here's this thing I was thinking about. And I love it so much. Very nice. It's important. Well, we, we think it's worth supporting, and if you'd like to help, you can go to our site, KETR.org, and uh, click on the Donate button, because around here, it's the only place you would discover uh, tips in Obermiller talking about a gem of an album that came in. I would uh, <laughs> I would put your album in that category. Thank uh, you. Really appreciative to uh, to Broken Jukebox Media for, for making sure that we got hooked up with this, because it might have taken me a little longer to find y'all otherwise. So, yeah, for sure. So you, you did the right thing in working with Adam, for, uh, for sure, I would Absolutely. say. <laughs> well, we are going to go into the studio again in october oh are you okay Um, we're already ready to make another record so it is exactly what we were talking about it kind of opened the floodgates um so we kind of cleared the backlog wrote a few new ones for this one and and um new songs are coming every day we've both i've written one by myself he's written a couple by himself we're working on a few together so yeah Yeah, so it should be released uh, next year Early next year, same sort of time frame release. Yeah. Exciting, plan. nice. Yeah. I will definitely be looking out for that. Yeah, and I appreciate that y'all even uh, did CDs too. As a uh, as you formerly mentioned, uh, one of these last surviving DJs. You know, we don't get a lot of CDs anymore. Right. Uh, and I know it's it's a dying format, if you will. But uh, I, for one, just appreciate having the uh, liner notes. I mean, this is such an overlooked thing when you get downloaded music these days. I miss it so stinking (laughs) much. Oh my Lord. I just like having it in my hands and yeah. Uh. It's such an interesting thing because some people were like, well, are you going to make any actual records? And we're like, nobody wants to buy us on vinyl, you know, but at the same time, like these are neat. But like, if I try to give them or sell them to like, 
people that I know, they're like, I don't even have a CD player That's anymore. the problem right now, isn't it? Do you know that one of yeah. them, though, I was like, go look in your glove box. And she did have one in her glove box. She just didn't know. Are you serious? So everybody yeah. out there, yeah. if you think maybe you don't have a CD player, just check your glove box. <laughs> and, you know, to be to be fair, I, I, the younger generations aren't aren't purchasing them. They are buying records. But, but older generations still like to have one. Mm-hmm. And they do have a, a CD player in their house or something like that. Um, or they just like to have it. To, you know they'll go and download the record because they're you know they need to do it and listen to it that way. But they just like to have something and read the liner notes and see the artwork and yeah, you and know, there's cool art on there. There our, really is. I our have to friend say. Becky did a, a lino cut of a of a of a photograph that our friend Amber took, and the idea on the photograph was for us to be holding hands and leaning out off of a plank. Like when you walk the plank. Yeah. <laughs> and so she took that picture and then Becky just kind of made it into what she made it into. I do not have a nose, however. You don't. No. You don't. I could draw one on. You <laughs> could. I think you should. Her, it's it's her, her artistic license. She said that she loves me too much to properly do my face. Okay. I don't really know what that I, I, I'm I not a visual totally artist. It still looks like her, so you know. Oh, it it's definitely. amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I respect whatever she says because I'm not a visual artist. Right. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I have no nose. I actually, in person, have a nose. Yeah, I was going to say the benefit of radio, you don't know this. She does, in fact, have a nose. I, I just want to clarify. Yes. <laughs> yes. It works. <laughs> well, hopefully, it's only getting a good reception here in the <laughs> studio. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> It gets great reception. Okay. Yeah. Nose reception. <laughs> well, I got to say, your uh, debut album has certainly been a highlight of the music coming out of Texas so far this year, and uh, I have really enjoyed getting to know more about you two today. Thanks a lot for coming by. Thanks for having us, Matt. This has been wonderful. And the view from your window is so good. The campus of A&M Commerce. A&M Commerce, right? yes, sir. Yeah. Leafy <laughs> trees. And- <laughs> Well, it's it's uh, really has been a joy to have you out, and I hope this is uh, not the last time. I'd love to. It's, you were talking about you got a new record maybe out next year, so yeah, I'll, I'll invite back. you back. We'd love to come back. We'd love yeah. to, absolutely. Awesome. You can find them at tipsandobermiller.com. Uh, go ahead and get comfortable in your seat because I'm going to spell it all out for you here. It's T I P P S and Obermiller, O B E R M I L L E R. Tips and Obermiller.com. Did I get it right? You got it. Nailed it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, they're also on music streaming platforms. You can find them out there. Thank you so much for visiting with Notably Texan. Thank you so much. I'm host Matt Minky. For more about this program, Notably Texan, you can visit KETR.org. And keep this sort of thing coming when you click donate on our website. Thanks so much for listening.